0: uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and friends beyond the binary uh hey patrons it's it's time for the podcaster i get my i get extra creaky in my dulcet right now uh, but it's time to record so i'm I'm here to help uh thanks patrons uh hey are you up all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is Sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press, play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, so things you know, things you're thinking about on your mind or, you know, running through your mind. So thoughts, uh, feelings, any emotions coming up, uh, physical sensations. Uh, It could be changes in time or, you know, seasonal stuff. Holy mackerel, right? Uh, uh, So it could be, you know, stuff with the season, seasoning, whatever it is, Uh, relatives. uh, It could be relativity. If I knew what that meant, I might be able to make a joke about it. Uh, But as soon as I said it, I pictured Einstein... When you picture Einstein, I mean, other than, like, what do you picture in your mind first? Well, I guess this has already answered that question, because I was going to say his hair, his eyebrows, or his mu- mu- mustache. Uh, but those are all different types of hair. So uh, I'm relatively off topic already. Uh, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Sorry about that. I was trying to be, well, it wasn't, uh, that's just what popped in my head. I just uh, dodged a little self-criticism there, because I said, what am I supposed to do? That's what I said to my self-critic internally. I didn't say it out loud on the podcast. I said, hey, what am I going to do? If uh, Well, here's the next thing that just popped in my head, is uh, Einstein with a broom. That's also an Einstein mustache. Any broom manufacturers, push broom, not a, uh, not a kitchen broom. Uh, anyone in the, like, uh, the Einstein broom. Oh, is it smarter than every other? Does does it, has it, does it, has it unlocked the secrets? No, no, it just looks like Einstein's mustache or mustache. Some part of me is like, are you sure you're not getting it? And I say, well, let's move on then. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. So, you know, with stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling or stuff out of your control, a lot of times it always feels at least out of my control. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I got, like I said, I got a safe place going here. Uh, Someone dressed as Einstein just swept it out for us. So that's great. Also, when you buy an Einstein broom, you get like those little mini brooms that you see people using with their hands. Like that umpires, like in movies, use on, uh, what's that called? Home plate. Uh, those are like Einstein's, like, like, we get two of those Einstein's eyebrows, we call them also comes with a, like, it's only card, it's only paperboard, but a wig too. And, uh, you know, like a little, uh, disguise, we call it a disguise kit. Uh, I always say this and then listeners say, Scooch, you always say this, but I say, this might be the earliest I've gone off way off tangent. Except I know it, I I think I've done it before within 30 seconds, so, okay. Uh, I was trying to think of one more Einstein joke, but my mind, you know, it's just not, I'm not there. Okay, so whatever it is that's giving you awake, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Okay, the part of my brain that's supposed to think of stuff on the spot just said, EMC squared. And I said that was like four, 40 seconds too late. Uh, good good attempt, though. Good attempt. Uh, and then, like, just after I finished talking, it said theory of relativity. So that's what I'm working with. That's why I make a sleep podcast. Just so going to send my voice across the deep dark night. Lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, superfluous tangents, uh, going off topic, which you've already witnessed, all uh, to take your mind off stuff and keep you company while you drift off. Now, if you're new, you I guess you got an early treat there. What I'm here to do is keep you company as you fall asleep. And there's a couple of things to know. One, if you're skeptical or confused, uh, you, that's perfectly natural. Uh, Because you could be wondering, when does the podcast get started? When does he make sense? When does he put me to sleep? When does the story start? I thought this was a good place podcast. And I'd say, of course, all those things are coming soon. Uh, So structurally, what to expect? Show starts off with business. That's how we keep the podcast free for you and anyone else that wants to listen yeah, then there's an intro, which we're already a few minutes into. The intros are around 12 to 20 minutes. tough to pin it down beyond that. And if you want to skip ahead, you can. But if you're a new listener, probably see how it goes. The intros are part of a wind-down routine for most listeners. So it takes like 12 to 20 minutes to kind of wind down, whether you're doing your bedtime routine in bed uh, or as you're getting ready for bed, that's what the intro kind of does. And then I kind of just, uh, uh, keep you company as you're getting ready for bed, introduce the podcast, go off topic, talk about random stuff, uh, that pops in my head. So kind of see how it goes. I realize it's asking a lot, uh, I realize if you're new, it's asking a lot, but I'm here to keep you company. So, so that's the intro It's kind of, yeah, it's part of a wind down routine, uh, so see how it goes then there's some business then I'll talk about the good place uh, episode 9 and uh, then some stuff that came up in the episode now if you've never seen the good place or you're, you're a good place if you're a good place super fan you might want to like it might not always put you to sleep which I, but uh for most people especially people who have never seen the show yeah, are more casual observers, they say, Oh, it puts me right to sleep. I didn't even know. I never got to the part where you were talking about the good place, or I didn't quite realize what episode you were talking about. So I'll talk about the good place for maybe 45 to 50 minutes. Uh, then there's some thank yous at the end of the episode. Yeah, so that's structurally what to expect. Uh, the other things is this is a podcast you don't really need to pay any attention to. I don't pay any attention to. I don't think I per- properly pronounced. Uh, I almost said purpley pronounced. Uh, I don't think I properly pronounced. Purpley. Uh, is, is, has anyone made a tongue twister with purpley and perforated in there? A little bit too much uh, uh, plosives for a sleep podcast. Uh, but per- per- I mean, perfectly perforated is uh, that's a mouthful. I don't think periphery is a periphery, what did I say, purply purply and perforated there. Now that's a punchline to something. I don't know what it would be. Uh, what do you call a, a packet of grape Kool-Aid when I'm done? When I, when I'm sitting around the house with a hole punch and with nothing to do, uh, and they say perfect, perfect, perfectly perforated or whatever. How do you like your coffee? Perfectly percolated. Is how like my coffee more more rare. Oh, thanks. Uh I just have a perforated packet of uh I wish I wish it was pimento cheese cuz I just wanted to say pimento there. A perforated packet of purple pimentos. Uh pal. Okay, where was I? I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to help the new listeners. So Oh, podcast you don't need to listen to. I mean, I just gave you a reason you see- uh, was Sco- scoots talking about uh uh the purple pal one thousand last night? I don't know, honey, I thought he was talking i, I don't know I thought at one point he said uh that cheaty had a stomach ache. I know that I know he said that uh, but that might have just been on that oh that yeah oh that Chidi. Did did she ever did Chidi ever take a shirt off again in season four? Uh, no, but he was dressed as a man. Oh, honey, let's let's I uh, say so, okay. Let's get back to Scoots. Actually, holy cow! I didn't mean to bring up sh- Jason. Didn't have a shirt on, by the way. So if you're looking for like a uh, oh, which who would I prefer to add? Like I would like to see more for not not for that reason. But I'd like to see Jason. I wouldn't mind seeing Jason and Chidi frolicking in a pool just because that would make me happy. Uh, So where was I? Um, No, I'm just appreciating it. Sorry. uh, Sorry. Sorry. My brain's like uh, trying to inquire too many things here. I was talking to a new listener. Oh, I go off topic. I stop making sense. So that's one thing. Yeah. The other thing is, oh, so no pressure to listen, also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm, the reason I'm here, I'm going to be here for about an hour, and I'm here to keep you company as you drift off, uh, to take your mind off of stuff as you kind of fall asleep at your leisure. I want to give you plenty of time. And here's the other thing. If you can't sleep, if something's going on or you just can't sleep, or you're just thinking, what if I can't fall asleep? I'm going to be here to the very end anyway to keep you company. Yeah. So whether you're awake or asleep, I'm here for you. The reason I make the show is because I really, truly do believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And what is purple and perforated? What other things? Uh, um, I don't know why. Oh, uh, uh, I was trying to think of other things. I can't really even think of anything. I mean, I guess a folder, uh, a purple folder. I was. How did you pull me so off topic, though? I mean here's the thing any if I have one of those hole punches uh and I'm sitting around anything's going to be perforated because you say well ooh, I really I mean, here okay well boy I just thought of another business idea right in the front of the, right in the middle of the intro front of the show and I'm always looking for these uh, soothing ideas to give away not for free of course uh, whatever you're called venture capitalists or whatever uh, no 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 for 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 majority stake with no work i'm well, going to give the ideas away for that so here's an idea you know they got those so they have the um the thing where you go for birthday parties and you paint ceramic stuff i don't even think it's ceramic i think it's like a, you know what those are called paint my paint, paint our stuff and pay for it uh call, call, call her, in, call her in at our shop i think they glaze it though so maybe it is some sort of ceramic okay so they have those places then they have the painting places right where you go and you paint some stuff uh and those ones are more geared towards adults you so they can you can drink a lot of wine i guess i don't go, i've i've seen the ads for it now here's one and you might say this one's on a budget so you give everybody can per- the perforate I don't, I guess, I wish my thesaurus brain was working, uh, purple perforation. I'm just trying to think of a, a word for joy, uh, that, that, that fits in there. Uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, so basically, oh yeah, all kinds of, pa- we'd have all kinds of paper. We'd probably have more than a hole punch, you know, because, uh, that would be fun too. Also a perforation pit, like you say. Everybody's, you say, like we're always recycling, you say. And uh, you know, before lunch, before we have the cake and the blow out the candles, you can jump in the perforation pits. Perforation pals, I don't know. That would be, I guess, those would be our mascots, uh, Palfrey and Penelope. The perforation pals. They would come to the party. They would sing happy birthday to you. Uh, probably would do it with peas though, because th- that would fit in with the thing. Yeah, I mean, like, think about how soothing that is. And we could have all ages. You know, we'd have like a, like a, we'd get, get the community involved. I mean, if you haven't done it, it is very soothing. And it can also be not soothing if you get a hole punch that's like, uh, not great. So that's an idea. You know, don't, um, I don't know how to contact me about that because you'd probably have a lot of questions that I wouldn't want to have to answer. So once you have a viable, what do they call it? Minimal viable idea or whatever, uh, and funding, then, you know, reach out to me. Uh, uh or if my brain thinks of a word, I mean, I know the listeners, you're a lot, you know, you you all are like, uh, scoots, why didn't you say this? uh, uh, my some part of my brain just said pendacious and I said unfortunately that's not a word. I don't know if pendacious perforation party oh perforation party the perforation party zone. I mean perforation parties that sounds like it you're right, it sounds like a it's an idea before it's <laughs> before it's time because uh we'll just wait till relativity. You you know, a couple more trips around the, the uh whatever Maybe once I get to kuiper's belt they'll they'll say, "You know what here in Kuiper's belt, we love your ideas, scoots. you're the only one that actually other than the actual podcasts that actually know what we are uh, you're the only one that mentions us in your intros, though this is the first time of many kuiper's belt uh the favorite belt of podcasters uh is celebrated, respected, and where it uh now available in stores near you. In honor of Kuiper's Belt, Kuiper's Belt. Uh, also for sale at the Perforation Party Zone, PPZ. So that's possible. Anyway, that's why I make a sleep podcast. I'm here to keep you company, take your mind off stuff. And I don't know, I guess there's not much else to say. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. Doesn't work for everybody. You know, like every kid doesn't celebrate it at coloring color that stuff uh, or whatever. Paint, paint our, paint our uh, figurines. Uh, not everybody has a birthday party there. Not everybody, everybody can just like sleep with me. So if you don't, perfectly normal. I would say give it a few tries if you're unsure, because that's what most regular listeners say. Uh, but if you have a strong reaction, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com/slash/no. Thank you. And check out some other podcasts uh, that could put you to sleep or chill you out. Uh, so that's about it. I mean, I think that's it. Uh podcast that put you to sleep. I'm glad you're here. I really want to help. I, like I said, I think you deserve some rest uh, and a good night's sleep so you can live your full life. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really want to thank you for coming by and checking the show out. And uh, here's a couple of ways we keep this podcast free for everybody. Uh, all right, everybody, it's a uh, time for uh, I can't believe we're already at episode nine of uh, The Good Place. Uh, it's the answer. It's time for the answer or, or uh, to the question, Scoots, what's the name of the episode? Uh, and it opens in the judge's courtroom where we last left off. It uh, might be worth a pause. Uh, you might say, like, uh, here's an interesting thing I just thought of. Uh, if you only count one of the uh, rows of Janets or three of the rows of Janets, it goes uh, six, six, six. Uh, but then one Janet is missing when I've paused it right away. So it actually goes six, six, five, six, 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 six rows of Janets. Um, and right now, there is what is that? Like there is the disco Janet, uh, and she's waiting. Uh, I think the judge, it, 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 it's tough to say because I kept pausing it. Here's another thing I'm learning. The posture on the tan Janet uh, is not great. Uh, nowhere's near as well as our, our Janet or uh, the teal Janet or disco Janet has decent posture. Tan Janet, her posture is uh, not great. Uh, but, you know, I guess that's probably why. Like, uh, she's just a lemon tan. Makes me feel less janet i I'm the Janet that makes sleep with me. A Fun fact. Uh, so, uh, the Disco Janet is, then someone gets marbleized. I don't think it's Disco Janet. Let me hit play. No, because when they switch back, uh, yeah, it's not Disco Janet. Then we see the marble rolling. Then we're with the Soul Squad in, like, what is this called? Like a lobby. The lobby of the judges' chamber? Uh, Michael's talking, I'm mute, do it, uh, lived his whole life, uh, this is funny jokes, uh, then 802 afterlifes, then a second life, uh, then a second second life, uh, then a third first afterlife. Uh, uh, like a bowl of something about his status is going to be like a bowl of m M&M m Peep Chili. Okay, I can't read this one. Duvall ditch maker ditch ditch water. That's it, uh, Jason's drink. Uh, Fickety best. Fickety Pat press. Uh, episode's getting in front of me, but basically they're trying to get Chidi's memories back. Oh, we got to pause it. That's why Scoots. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what they say. Then there's a slow mo as Michael goes to um. Uh, to, to restore Chidi's memory, Janet, uh, Janet's making a drink. She's cosmicking in a uh, margarita for uh, Eleanor. Uh, Jason's spilling his ditch water, which is like a lime green. It also has uh, a pink umbrella. looks like a couple fruits attached to it, possibly a pineapple and uh, maybe an orchid. And that's splashing out uh, slow-mo, Jason, Janet. Oh, pause. Okay, so i got to do a lot of pauses here. Now, I don't have this. This is, uh, you know, not ideal because we go through a super-fast cheaty sequence. uh, And I'm trying to pause it here. Michael's about to snap. I'm pausing it on and off. Uh, uh, We're on a close-up of cheaty. Oh, boy. It, It just went through, like, 40 things that I couldn't see. Of Chidi, I think Chidi's, uh, current, uh, let's just see what I pause it on. The first time it was Chidi and John in tuxedos, I think on that last night. Let me see. This is like roll your own Chidi memory. Again, that's how, I guess, uh, I think this is the, is this a breakup? Uh, yeah, cause Simone's getting into the SUV in the background. So that's when John was saying, dude, you have the most boring breakup I've ever heard. I'm going to try one more roll my own cheaty memory here. And this is exciting, huh? This is almost as exciting as a tangent. Uh, Tangential, tangent. Oh, here's one. Okay, there's another one. This is where uh, right at the end. Oh, so maybe this is just a quick reverse from last week. I guess so. Uh, so it's, uh, Michael and Eleanor pretending that it's a bad place and laughing at Chidi. John. Oh yeah. There's the hole with Brent, uh, a really good freeze there. I have it frozen on when the hole is forming in reverse. And I didn't realize there was a poster of, uh, the great, uh, what was his name? The, the amphibious Presto. How did I forget Michael's magician name in one week? Uh, uh, the Incredible, I can't remember what it was already. Oh, that's why I make a sleep podcast, eh? Oh, yeah. So there is a poster of him. And then, oh, wow. there's was a lot more. I was wondering what we're like. Uh, it's like, okay, what, what, what do we talk about extra that stretches out? But there's a long shot of The Good Place with the Rainbow but I'm not able to get that back yet. Okay. Okay. Here it comes. It's a, that's a fade in of like the g- good place lake with rainbow. The one we've seen before, not this season very much, but wasn't cheaty painting it one time or something. Remember, didn't he have an easel or maybe it was behind He was out here. Okay. I just got one. Now's when Cheety's not happy with Brent. Uh, uh for being insulting Simone, uh the drawing whatever that game show drawing party is. Uh okay, and then it hops back. We're gonna do a lot more pause. If you love pausing, good place, uh you're in you're in the right place. Okay, let me go back to my notes. Uh Gee Oh, we see a baby cheaty in bed. Oh, then all the pauses, is that what happened? I don't know. Uh then He's in his classroom with his buddy, uh, Uzo. Next AM prefabrication syllabus. Okay, this is. uh, So we just. Oh, wait. Pauses. Cheaty baby, so cute. Uh, I don't know. Did the episode open yet? I don't know. Uh, He's with. uh, Oh, yeah. More little kid cheaty pauses from this episode or flashback. Then baby cheaty, so cute. Let's name him Cheedy. That's what the parents say. Uh, then the episode opens, uh, chapter forty-eight. So there will be. Ch- it looks like there's going to be fifty chapters uh, in this. Uh, I don't know. Is that like a magical number? Maybe there'll be fifty-one. Who knows? Uh, I, I, oh wait, isn't that uh oh, That's interesting. Uh, then we have little cheaty in bed. He hears his parents discussing things. Oh, I did want to pause his room for his bookcase. Uh, He's in plaid pajamas. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, he's going to his book uh, or his bookshelf. Right now he has uh, a philosophy by Nileen and others, uh, applied psychology, adjustments in living and work, uh, is something, something of psychology. The inner, uh, oh, that's philosophy, Nyleen and others. Uh, uh, something on Mexico. Uh, first book, Atlas. Uh, another encyclopedia of psychology. A, t- a small tambourine and a drum. Another encyclopedia. A couple of other things I can't read. Uh, but she grabs uh, the book of philosophy. Oh wait, um, sociology and you. Uh, element something elements of dictionaries. I don't know if that's what that says. Uh. Uh, but Cheetah gets it. It's a big book. Oh, he gets two books. He did get uh, Elements of Sociology, I think. Oh, Sociology and You. And he starts making notes on his parents' situation. He, he writes his name. Uh, then the next day, he makes a, a presentation to his parents at breakfast. Uh, uh, he says, hey, uh, something about, uh, here's some syllabuses. uh My lecture will take approximately 55 minutes. Oh, wait, I was supposed to pause it at 2.13, too. Oh, yeah, so we see Chidi's chalkboard. Why you should stick together. Uh, Emotional life, financial stuff, social circle. Where would I keep my books? Uh, There's also a sub-argument about getting a dog, a schedule. I'm going to wait for another shot of the chalkboard. where would I keep my books? Uh, something else. Heaven. I don't know what that says. He also has a list of why she get a dog, but I can't see that. It's in the right corner. Oh yeah, the uh, health. Uh, let's see if he ever gets out of the way. So, Chidi, hey, could you step aside? I want to see this argument about you getting a dog too. I don't know if you I wonder if he ever did get a dog. Okay, now Chidi's in um a classroom. Yeah, with Uzo. Let's see, where am I? A Good case, Lachidi, uh, 240. Uh, that's where I'm paused right now, at the classroom. He tells Uzo, you could always find the answer. And then he says, even a question like, where should I sit? What's the answer? Oh, no. Okay, but I'm going to look at a lot of stuff on the chalkboard. It looks like it's in um, uh, French and English uh, as chalkboard uh let's see yeah i know there's a good wide shot coming up with the teacher so they're talking now they're in the school things uh, uh one thing says uh, Tenote, uh, en son bec un uh it, must, it must be maybe it's a poem because then it says language uh, bonjour uh that's some of the stuff i can see i know fromage is cheese i think uh Alayche. Okay, so here's the teacher. Today is Friday, April 19th, 1991, I think. Uh, uh, what are the French uh Let me see. There's some English words. Friday, uh, April 19th, 1991. Looks like that date was changed recently. Uh, but, and, or, if, into, next to, beyond, above, below, on top, to till. Uh, good morning Marte. the the smell was tempt uh, said to him in much hey good morning how nice you are seem to me so there's a story on the board too Oh, well, maybe it was like oh it's in cheese so they're learning english um uh, the smell was temped uh oh, this is interesting it must be something famous uh or it's just a joke uh and now she's just trying to decide where to sit. Uh, oh, it's also talking about lengths of rivers and uh, kilometers. That's behind the uh, kilometers, not kilometers, uh, behind the teacher. Instead of an apple on her desk, it looks like it's possibly a mango. And it looks like also she has something that looks similar to a peep on her desk. Uh, oh, uh, then there's a, um, another board. Really quick behind. There's there's a lot of chalkboards in this classroom. As Cheety tries to decide where to sit, we go back to Michael snapping. And uh, let's see. Oh no! Slow mo pause. Professor Lindman uh, 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 left to uh, cheaty Abandoned Chidi. Uh Cheezy's girlfriend at the time says, "He has he always been this uh, thoughtful." and then Chidi has Chidi brings the cheese actually and then he has a moment of pride where her self esteem he says oh yeah they say did you ever tell you about his first great lecture he goes oh no go ahead uh, and then he says well this is how i got into philosophy biggest questions biggest answers and uh, his 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 state says uh, wouldn't that be theoretical theoretical physics he says oh dear if I chosen the wrong thing, uh, then they end up breaking up. He put he has he's for he says fork. Uh, I mean he doesn't say fork. He loses his fork. He goes you like Kant, I like Kant, and she says we're not a book club. He goes well we're not not a book club. Uh, and then she says something like David Hume once said reason is on to uh, so only to the be be te- be something with the passions. uh, And then Chidi says, well, I'll show you what I think of Kant. Uh, uh, He goes, so let's, uh, like, Kant's, uh, you know, what do you Thought about Hume? Uh, Then he grinds a fork. Then he's meeting with his advisor on his uh, book or um, thesis. Uh, What are those things called? Uh, And he says, "Uh, this is 3,600 pages, Chidi. I can't, I have, like, a. And he goes, this work is a tangled web of inscrutability. And Chidi goes, in a fun way? He goes, no. And then he tries to help Chidi. He says, what do you care about? Uh," He says, great works are emotional. Uh, uh," He goes, I can see that there's a great mind at work in there. But he goes, where's the hearts? Where's the guts? Uh, uh, Then something and Why? Oh, she says. Well, how about I go home and write a shorter paper, on why I should write this longer paper? His professor also has a lot of empty coffee cups. I don't know if that was like a like a joke. Uh, let's count them. You're right. Uh, okay, on his desk, uh, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on his desk. Then two on his like printer stand that I can see. What is that, 11? But then there's also a back table, uh, and we look over Chidi's shoulders. There's at least four more there, probably more, though. So that's interesting. Now, yeah, the professor's like, dude, uh, uh, longer paper. Then he goes and meets with Uzo, who says, man, tough week. Let's kick back. Uh, he says, I thought she was the answer. And then Uzo says, uh, some things don't have the answer. And Chidi, this is when I love him, he goes, you know, this calls for a Venn diagram. I'm a big Venn diagram fan. I don't really make a lot of them because I'm not good at that kind of stuff, but I uh, did love it. Uh, he goes, uh, then at the end, it, was, it says, Chidi, do you know what you're saying? And Chidi makes one more point before he heads to the good place uh, where we see him sitting ready to go in. And Michael calls him in, and says, Chidi, come on in, buddy. Uh, uh, or do you want to stay out there?" Uh, and then she says, "Oh." And he goes, "I'll decide for you. Uh, come in." Uh, then uh, there's an ad, but let's see. I'm watching. Uh, this is where uh, Chidi, uh Oh, Cheedy has his on his uh, his boot buddy boots uh, in the scene with Uzo. Uh, so that was, that's another great thing. If you said, I miss those boot buddy, boot brother, right? Or where they boot him and his, the other professor, uh, but Cheaty's wearing his boots. Uh, so we get a lot of good cheaty callbacks, uh, if you say, well, and actually then later in the episode, we get a lot of, uh, a lot of Chidi, uh, how did Cheaty get to be the cheaty he is at the end of the episode moments. Okay, so here Chidi goes to the good place. Uh, He's got his phone. It's interesting. He has, like, a real tough phone case on. That makes sense. Uh, Welcome. Everything's fine. Michael comes out. He he, he said, well, wait a second. Here or there? He has on his peacock bow tie. Uh, So that's a callback, too. And Chidi actually had on his, like, coral brick pants. Now we're in slow-mo. But Janet's margarita was almost formed. Chidi's actually has some REM happening. Uh, like uh, he's like watching the memories. If you watch when he's uh, when there's close up on his face, uh, then they go to uh, his apartment, uh, his current apartment from this season. Him and Michael. Michael opens the fridge, which is kind of an old school fridge. And uh he says, uh the fridge decides uh for your breakfast chooses your breakfast for you, uh and Cheedy says, Oh, almond milk and oatmeal. And I think someone Michael says extra filmy, uh just like you'd like it, uh So then they go into his office, uh which is just off the kitchen, and Janet Michael calls Janet in, who surprises Cheedy. Uh, or a library i guess uh and uh she knows the answers to all the questions uh which answer do i want uh at 836 there's a good janet face is that 836 uh let's see there's a good one at 849 too Uh because there's a lot of foreshadowing i mean just within a, the episode uh No, no, maybe my foreshadowing might be different than yours because I've seen it so many times. Uh, uh, Still, Janet Face is still something. Uh, He says, okay, which question should I ask? And then he gets, uh, he goes, so what's the biggest fish in the world? Uh, And she says the name of it. And he goes, she goes, all questions are equally important to me. And then she does the legendary Janet double thumbs up, uh, which is probably, you know, one of the iconic images, at least to me from the series. Uh, so that happens. Then is there a relationship equipment to oatmeal? Oh, is there a relationship equivalent to the oatmeal? He asked Michael soulmate. Yes. Uh. Your perfect match, because uh, he, he says, "Come by the house that looks like a face, uh, and you'll get the answer to your ultimate question." Her name is Eleanor. Uh, then we have a flashback. Uh, let's see here, Chidi's meeting. Uh, oh no! Then we have Jason and Janet's wedding uh, flashbacks. Uh, Chidi's face here. Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, hold on. Let me do some pausing here and see if I can. Let's roll another cheating. Roll your own cheating memory right now, buddy. I'm doing it, buddy. Thanks for asking. I love rolling my own cheating memory. What's your favorite cheating memory? Uh, oh boy. I mean, I think like then Maybe the like the end of the set. I don't know. It's tough to say when. uh it's in this episode, it was in, like, when Eleanor says goodbye to cheaty that made me cry, and I cried a few times at the end of that this episode, so. um, Oh, boy. Okay, so here we go. This is, we have Chidi and Eleanor's first meeting, and uh, Michael's clapping. That's, exi- well, yeah, okay, your time's going to be different than mine, but 9.42. Then That was a wide shot, then a closer shot. This is at the the CLOWN house. So two more shots of them meeting. Then the Ethics 101 course uh, flashback with the Bush. uh, And, uh, yeah, so we have that. uh, Then we have them shaking. Then another hug. uh, Then... uh, there's uh, some stuff from season two, which we've never covered, I think. Uh, then season two, Janet and Jason's wedding and them dancing. And then them looking at the photo album and uh, just chilling. The three of them. And what does this say? Okay, so they're looking at the photo album. It says Jason says, I can't believe this. It's, it's Jesus loves eight minutes ago. Uh, then janet leaves Cheaty says listen man i actually need your help uh he goes who told you how to make a decision this big uh and then jason says chidi here's the thing with stuff uh, and basically he says you gotta huck it and lock it down man uh also janet th- let's see then when does janet say hey, i'm infinity strange things happen in the afterlife uh let's see so this is where they're still having jason has his dj music hat on they're very happy Cheaty's happy for them uh yeah now jason and Cheaty are talking he's saying dude how do you do this uh give me some advice he says no problem buddy i'll give you some advice uh here's the thing with stuff let's see Soulmate oh okay, soulmate recaps, that's coming up. Coming up here on roll your own cheaty, roll your own cheaty soul uh soulmates, um I didn't write down any of their names though. Tahani was once the cheaty soulmate briefly, for like one second or less in this episode. I don't remember if that was also in season two. But we'll you know, one day we'll cover that. I mean, how much, to, how good is that, that we have that to look forward to like 2020 or yeah, late 2020, maybe. So GD and Jason are still talking, just in case you're wondering, scoots, are getting anywhere? Well, slowly. Now Jan is talking. Oh, she's back. Maybe she says I'm infinity. Oh, yeah. She goes, I'm infinity now. So I could never have a family. Uh, strange things happen in the afterlife. Uh. Then 11.29, uh, Eleanor says, you're basic. Uh, there's a slow-mo. Then I think Eleanor says, you're basic. cheaty close-up. Uh, now we're at the end of season one when Eleanor says, you know, Michael, you're basic. Uh, yeah, she does a little snap. Michael snaps. Now we have uh, roll your own Chidi, um soulmates. uh now, like a smoothie yogurt shop, we have one soulmate, uh, two soulmates, uh, three soulmates, four soulmates, and then soulmate number five, uh, who gets to be part of the, um, uh, the thing, the, the next segment, Esmeralda, Esmeralda the prepared. I don't know. They're, ha- they're playing, uh, um uh, game at, uh. At Tahani's house, uh, she has a timer. Soulmate Game Night, that's what it's called. And uh, Esmeralda's quite hilarious. Uh, uh, Tahani Aj- Ajamil, uh, game presents game night. Soulmate Game Night. There's a bunch of small writing I can't read. Uh, then Chidi and uh, Esmeralda are unable to connect on the answer's birthday party. She says, I must tend to my ravens. Uh, then, uh, Tahani introduces Chidi to Eleanor, who's eating shrimp, uh, uh, you and Eleanor, thanks, uh, you and Eleanor, this is after the party, uh, she goes, you and Eleanor make a good, uh, pair, also says a lot about Chidi, he's after the party cleaning up, um, then Chidi asks, so he's asked for Jason's help, uh, he, I think he, then he asks for, um. Uh, to honey's help he says geez how do you have such confidence she goes it comes from failure you got to learn from it uh she goes i don't know i have to be sure of everything before i do it uh uh, then eleanor comes in she goes Cheetah you want to grab a drink and talk about ethics uh also this episode she does have some like air-based uh clothing on this one she has a yellow sweater with birds on it uh eleanor i mean then they're talking in an alley they have a, a first kiss for this version of the afterlife which she goes what wait what who and she goes uh, he goes i have a soulmate and then they talk about jesus sleep in a giant nest uh who said, well, she sleeps in a giant nest uh then eleanor uses woof uh, twice in this episode and an eight-year-old, uh, got into good place, uh, uh, a kiss rescinded, Eleanor says. I like that part, uh, also, the, I think at some point they're standing in front of Beignet and the Jets. So there's their kiss, uh, we're getting ready to roll our own, another one, uh, uh, I guess I was wondering when this took place, if I missed this in the second season, but you could tell on, like, uh, I don't know. Did I miss all this in the second season? I I must have already forgot the second season somehow. Or is this a new sequence? Uh, Then we have a flashback, which I'll roll our own flashback. Uh, Then later we have Eleanor in a star shirt. She goes, woof, uh, again. Uh, And then they both ask each other for help. Uh, The health goes both ways again. Uh, Then Eleanor says, I'm in love with you again. They have their big kiss. and then one of the tear-soaked moments for me when Eleanor says, Goodbye, Chidi. I don't know the way she says it. Uh, also, they were in front of all chocolate, everything. Uh, and then Chidi says, uh, made my mind up for somebody. And then he, he asks, I'm like, well, can I ask you something? He says, are soulmates real? And Michael goes, I don't know. Uh, he goes, I don't know the answers. Uh, and I know that's what you wanted. And a magical blackboard, one that uh, anticipates your lesson flow. That's a dream. And the answer is, and then Michael says, Listen, Cheaty, soulmates are not found, they're made. Uh, life, uh, no, then Cheaty says this. Uh, he goes, uh, Oh, I put these dashes. Uh, first, Michael says, uh, These are the pieces of brilliance that come out. Uh, uh, soulmates are not found, uh, they're made. Michael says, and Cheaty says, uh, Because I put dashes, C-A, like it should be on a pillow. Life isn't a puzzle that can be solved. Uh, You wake up every day and you solve it again. And then Michael says, terribly inefficient. I mean, he says it with a taste of irony or uh, paradox or whatever. Okay, but I'm getting ready to pause it again for Chidi and Eleanor's uh, love sequence. Roll our own Chidi and Eleanor love sequence here. They're in the alley talking, uh, talking about uh, Esmeralda, and you know that they have feelings for each other. Catching feelings—that's what it's called, I think. They don't—I don't think Eleanor says that, but uh, that's what happened, I guess. Uh, okay, still talking. She says, "Okay, kiss rescinded, uh, man." yellow they have some yellow uh cafe chairs she says we'll just uh, totally platonically uh study ethics like we're not interested in one another now chidi's eyes okay so now we have a flashback chidi and eleanor are kind of having a debate it looks like uh and so, like in front of the shop in the background there it says pop puppies i think uh okay still talking eleanor's in a mustard uh Yeah, they're in front of Beignet and the Jets. Uh, Oh, yeah, they're debating. Oh, big time. Now they're on the couch. This is when they're snuggled up on the couch. And Eleanor's giving Chidi a hard time. You know, you peaked. uh, You know, this is true love, but, uh, you know, it doesn't get any better for you. You know, for you. But uh, uh, then... Now Eleanor's in a star shirt in Chidi's current office. Uh, he's got a lot of highlighting going on. Holy moly. Uh, so I don't know if this is from, the, so I don't know if this is from this season or not. Chidi's office chairs are well worn. I like the, uh, wow, they did a great job on this set. Uh, Eleanor sits down on the couch, uh, covered in books. Uh, Chidi's chairs are covered in books. Everything's covered in books. Uh, now we're back at a cheaties office in Australia where Eleanor's coming to him for help. Um, and his office, I think, it looks a little different. There's even a candle going, but she goes, Yeah, I think I need your help. Uh, uh like, uh, I need, I need you to teach me ethics. And then they're in, um, whatever that place is where they had to go through the mail office, and then they ended up at a bar. I can't remember what good, what place that was. Uh, but, uh, and then she goes, I think I'm in love with you again. Uh, for real this time or whatever. Then they have their cosmic kiss, uh, right. Yep. Here we go. Cosmic kiss with a spin around and the you know, cosmic stuff. Uh, and then the tearjerker goodbye, cheaty, all chocolate, everything. She's in a rainbow shirt. Uh, cheaty goes off, infinite light, uh, ponzu, whatever elements of happiness. These are the stores. uh, maybe some, uh, pinwheels in the background on this scene with Eleanor around uh, Michael and Chidi talking, a foot logger, uh, what a time to learn, terribly inefficient. Then Michael says, what a time to learn. Uh, then I really, this is cheer jerking to me. Uh, he says, uh, "Give me a second, man." Uh, cheaty almost cries, which made me cry, because uh, when Michael says "terribly inefficient," he says, "What a time to learn!" But if he, like? So this is basically the end of uh, after the end of last season. Am I right about that? When Eleanor says, "Yeah, goodbye, cheaty uh, then there's an ad. Then cheaty calls. J- he says, "Michael, give me a second uh, ad." Then he says, Janet, I need a pen and a piece of paper." Now he has some. Uh, He's in a more confident stable. He goes, I don't know if we're going to cross paths again sometime, somewhere. If we do give this back to me and she gives him a kiss on the cheek and then he says, I'm ready. Uh, then we go back to the slow-mo, which gets uh, sped up, uh, and this is great, uh, Michael goes, hi there, Chidi, uh, welcome back. And Chidi st- stretches, uh, and everybody's like, is he okay? Is he all right? Uh, and uh, he goes, I'm doing, man, I'm doing great or something. Uh, he, like you like a cat. Uh, and he goes, for the past 30 years have been super annoying. And then everyone's like, oh, there's just a good joke there worth watching. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, he goes, you are wonderful people. Uh, and then Eleanor goes, "This great, man. But we got an hour uh, to save the entire uh, to create an entire new afterlife. Uh, so I need you to do that cheaty thing and make everything f- and find us the answer. Uh, and she goes, well, Eleanor, uh, that kind of thing, uh, might have one, one answer or 800 or zero or something like that. And then he says, the journey is the destination. Uh, and then he goes, okay, let's get to work. Uh, and he goes, Janet, uh, do you have my note, Or can I have my note, please? He says, uh, and she goes, if you knew you had a note. Did I mention that Chidi cleaned up after Tahani's party? That was very mature of him. I, I forgot if I mentioned that. Uh, but he goes, uh, she goes so Janet, says, if you knew you had a note, then you know what it says. Uh, he goes, yeah, but I want to see it again. It might be my best bust best writing I've ever done. And it's definitely worth just watching to see it. I don't want to tell you what's in the note because it really made me cry. Uh, I mean, I liked it. It just brought me on a real emotional journey. Uh, But it talks about the answer. And then the last shot is like a goofy look on Eleanor's face. A wonderful goofy look Uh, in the episode. uh, I'm just watching here. Eleanor says, do your cheaty thing. So there's like 50 seconds left. Uh, Chidi has oh, a sweater vest on, by the way, of course. Uh, but his collar is pretty open. Eleanor has on her kind of lavender, light lavender sweater. Uh, Mike, now he's saying, hey, hey uh, uh, do you have the note? Do you really need the note? Oh, yeah, I need the note. I think so. I know so. I think so, I know, now he's taking the node, uh, looks at it, uh, answer one, reveal answer two, big smile from Chidi, looks at Eleanor, oh, it's a slow, that's a nice, real nice sequence, actually, uh, Eleanor's face changes in the end, okay, so we got like a 10 minutes or so, so let's run through a couple things that came up on this, uh, Something about this made me think of the game Twenty Questions, and uh, it used to be before there was apps. There was like an electronic version of this, and so I found this article on uh, Mantle Floss from two thousand eight, March twenty eighth, two thousand eight. Chris Higgins wrote how electronic Twenty Questions games work. Uh, so this is you know pre-phone era. Uh, he says uh, Chris says uh, Chris says it was like four years ago when they saw one. It was a ball. With a little screen to play 20, 20 questions. Actually, holy Marie Kondo, one of the first questions is slightly odd questions. Does it bring joy to people? And Chris describes the process of uh, how it figured it out. Uh, and this is How does it work? Short answer is artificial intelligence, uh, long answer, lots of practice. I guess in 1988, Canadian inventor Robin Bergener. Uh, wrote a game wrote a computer program capable of 20 questions but without the knowledge of common objects uh, then it proceeded to teach it 20 questions about uh, the object uh, and then helped the friends play it uh, and then the 20 questions had synaptic connections uh, by playing it over and over that reinforced those things uh so, you can't really trick it uh, by giving it the wrong answers when it's uh, this uh, by this process of programming. Uh, maybe by 1995, uh, there was a good body connections, put it on the web, encouraged more visitors to play it, which was more training. Uh, then it got a million games, which made 10 million synaptic connections. And then Burgener Ber- put it on a, a chip. Uh, a hardware version, un- incapable of learning, uh, but it contained information about the 2,000 most popular objects choose- chosen by players online and made it a toy. Uh, now, the online version, it, it could correct guess, is in 80% of the time. If you get up to 25 questions, 98% of the time. So, uh so that's cool. That's just a little bit about it. I'll link to that. What about inscrutable? If you're taking a um, test anytime soon, uh, this is a good word for you. For the SATs, inscrutable is I-N-S-C-R-U-T-A-B-L-E. Inscrutable. Uh, it's difficult, uh, impossible to comprehend, fathom, or interpret. Some people would say this podcast is inscrutable. That's the obje- ad- adjective. Inscrutable uh, or, or one a person who is difficult to comprehend that's the noun Inscrutability Inscrutably Inscrutably or Inscrutability or Inscrutableness uh, So that's from the Wiki Wiktionary. This is from a couple episodes ago Dave and Buster said Jason had mentioned and uh, I've only been to. Uh, I always saw it like Dave and Buster's is like supposed to be like a Chuck E. Cheese, but for adults. Uh, and uh, I've only been to it a couple times, and, and not like uh, wasn't what I wasn't didn't recreate my edition of going to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. Uh, but even Chuck E. Cheese changed. Like I even went to it like to, to, from a birthday like ten or fifteen years ago. And it wasn't exactly what I, like, because it doesn't have the, it does just, you know. But what is Dave and Buster's if you don't have one? According to Wikipedia, it's a full-service restaurant and video arcade, 135 locations in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, First one opened in Dallas in 82 by Dave and James Buster. I mean, that's James' nickname. Uh, let's listen to this, uh, uh, Corley, that's uh, James Buster Corley, had a, had a bar in uh, Little Rock called Buster's, which was next door to a saloon and game parlor called Cash McCool's. They should have called that place Cash McCool's, uh, that the other founder owned. Uh, in 1989, Edison Brothers stores purchased a majority ownership uh to finance expansions uh then it went public. it's a public corporation uh they acquired jillian's locations uh what else uh i don't know it, it has food lunch late night uh they call their arcade section a million dollar midway I guess that's it. I thought there'd be more uh, things in there, but uh Yeah, I remember the first time I went there, people had hyped it up because the Bay Area didn't have any. I mean, this is a long time ago, maybe 20 years ago. Then there was one in the Great Mall in Milpitas, and I think I went down there, and I was like, this is okay, but uh, I don't know. I don't remember not being blown away. Then I went one time, maybe three or four years ago, maybe yeah, around that, maybe longer, maybe it was 10 years ago with my siblings, and we had fun there. But we just went and like pay, played like twenty dollars worth of games, uh but didn't I don't think I've ever eaten there. Okay, what about David Hume? Uh, maybe we've talked about it before and I forgot uh uh let's see all the way back in the seventeen hundreds, uh, uh known for his influential system of philosoph- philosophical imperialism, uh naturalism uh, let's see, there was a, I was going to skip ahead to the ethics part. So let's see, cause the career, 25 years of age, uh, no Nobel, not of, Oh, was no of noble ancestry though. Wow. 25 years had no income, no profession. Uh, it was just a merchant's assistant. uh, then left Scotland and, uh, headed to France. Yeah, I tried to start a career. A lot, lot of stuff in here. Later years, uh writings, a treaty on human nature, uh impressions and ideas. There's a lot I mean, this is a big, big article, obviously, uh practical reason the self-ethics. So let's just skip ahead. This is all from Wikipedia. Uh Ethics. Hume's writings on ethics began in the treaty, and we're refined in an inquiry concerning the principles of morals. His views on ethics are that moral decisions are grounded in moral sentiment. Uh, it is not knowing that governs ethical actions, but feelings. Uh, oh boy, Chidi. Uh, arguing that reasons cannot be behind morality, he wrote, uh, morals excite passions and produce, produce or prevent actions. Reason itself is utter, utterly impotent in this particular. The rules of morality, therefore, are not conclusions of our reason. Hume's moral sentimentality about morality were uh, shared by Adam Smith. Uh, uh, Hume put forward the is-ought problem, later called Hume's Law. So let's skip to that one to finish up. Uh, so is-ought problem, uh, also from Wikipedia, is uh, articulated by Hume. Uh, uh, states that many writers make claims about what ought to be based on statements about what is. uh Hume found that there seems to be a significant difference between positive statements about what is and prescriptive or normative statements about what ought to be. And that, that is not obvious how one could coherently move from descriptive statements to prescriptive ones. I think I need she to explain this to me. Uh, Hume calls for a, a, a caution against in, inner inferences in absence of explanation of how the ought statements follow from the is. Uh, but how c- exactly can an ought be derived from an is? The question is prompted by Hume's small paragraph. I don't know. The implications, the uh, apparent gap between is and ought uh, renders odd statements, uh, of dubious validity. So this sounds like a dis, like a explaining. I don't know. There's a lot more here that you could check out. Uh, maybe I'll learn about it. Moral odds, institutional facts, indefinables. Uh, so that's a little bit about it. And I guess, uh, you know, we'll just wait till, uh, after the holidays when, uh, we get, uh, the last few episodes of The Good Place. But until then, uh, you know, we'll have some other stuff for you to listen to. Don't worry. Good night.